boom. Well, hello. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. Um, I'm currently over here sipping this big ass glass of wine. Like, I'm gonna have to post it. I'm gonna have to show you people. I don't even think I shot. You remember the margarita glass that I uh, sent you a picture of? From your birthday dinner. Happy birthday to you. Happy birth. Okay, I'm done. I'm not gonna do it. I promised you I wouldn't. But yes, I remember. I remember the margarita glass. It's like that. Oh, so, so Leanne and I went out and we had lunch and um, we had Mexican. And I ordered, I can't remember if it was peach or mango. Um, all I remember tasting was tequila. Um, <laughs> it looked like mango, actually. The color, the color looked more yellowy than like peachy. You know, I, it could have been the lighting. It could have, like, long story short, it tasted like straight tequila, which on any other day I would have been cool with, but I was not expecting to get day drunk. <laughs> and it, it, it got a little fuzzy there for a few minutes but yeah anyways um so that um that margarita glass like we get in the we get in the ve- we get done eating we get in the vehicle because leanne drove thank god and um she like reaches around and she pulls up a, 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 a birthday bag and i'm like i thought lunch was my birthday she's like well this here's this too and you know there was a nice card in it and i look in and there's this giant uh, uh, oversized wine glass that I'm going to have to take a picture of that I'm currently sipping out of right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking that back was still a little bit heavy. And she's like, there's something else in there. Like, I can't just give you a wine glass without something to fill it up with. And I'm like, oh, what kind of wine did Leanne get you? It's some kind of, it's a white wine. It's like an orchard kind of something, Chardonnay. I don't, I don't really know what it is. I'm not a wine snob. Um, All I know is that it's made for sipping because the first time that I tried to take a big old gulp of it, my face twisted up. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm not a drinker, if you guys don't already know. So I don't drink wine. I don't drink alcohol. Um, I don't know shit about alcohol. I couldn't tell you the first thing about it. So you're doing like a twist face because like you're puckering because it's really sour. Is it one of those? No, just one of those like where and it was a little bit sour. Um, there is like a scale on wine, and usually white wine tends to be drier. And it, I don't know what I'm talking about either. But like the apples and alcohol hit my tongue all at the same time, and I did that face of like woohoo. The how was your 27th birthday Leisha it was amazing Uh, like I said I went out to lunch with uh, Leanne she's my sister-in-law and um, I came home and I took a I took a tequila nap um, and then I spent the evening with my family with with Nick and the babies and it was just it was wonderful that's like the perfect birthday, getting wined and dined quite literally, spending time with the family, having a relaxing evening at home. That's my kind of idea for a birthday, minus the wine, of course. Obviously, I don't drink wine. Um, I'm really glad that you had a fantastic birthday. And if you guys listening, if you're at home, crack yourself open a bottle of wine or get yourself a bourbon or whatever it is that you're into. Drink along with us. I mean, I'm not drinking. I got like a bottle of water here with like a crystal light iced tea packet. So I'm kind of drinking. I'm just not, you know, drinking, drinking, but have us have a sip, you know, relax, kick back, put your feet up and 
allow us to entertain you for the next hour. That reminds me of, um, I listen to this podcast, it's called Sleepy, and like his intro is like, grab your favorite pillow, fluff it, tuck your blankets in just right, and it's so like, you, you were saying that, and I started kind of getting relaxed, but this is a hype podcast. This we- is hype. Like, you can be relaxed, like, you're gonna, but we, what we want you to do, uh, we want you to be sitting on your couch with your legs up, drinking from your wine glass, going, oh, yes, girl, I know what you're talking about, and then maybe you do start to get a little hype, because then you're listening to our energy back and forth and you're like, Oh my God, I remember this time. And you're thinking about your own experiences with the things we're talking about, you know, we're relatable and shit. So yeah. I mean, if you want to relax, cool. If you want to get hype, take a shot of tequila, whatever your bag is, you know what I'm saying? Tequila. Speaking of, um, speaking of talking about topics and relatable things, um, this is things you're too afraid to ask your mom if, you know, you hadn't figured it out by now. I'm Alicia, that's Sherry, and we straight up lied to y'all. Oh, yeah, we did. We yeah. Why um, you always lying? Why you always lying? Oh, uh, oh my gosh. Sorry, I have a short attention span. Um, so long story short, we told y'all guys on the last episode that we were going to record love languages and we did. And this week was supposed to be losing your virginity. Um, but we've got the big bad ADHD and we want to talk about body positivity. So yeah. And and we're going to post body positivity before the love languages. And you know, you might not hear the love languages for a while because Leisha and I, you know, we liked it. We stayed on topic, but we felt like maybe we wanted to talk about something more flowy and more fun and, you know, body positivity can, can get deep. So I think that there's going to be a lot better content for you with us talking about body positivity. I mean, I, I, I didn't think about it that hard. I just, honest to goodness, was like, yeah, that was a little deep. But you know what? I want to talk about... I want to talk about like stuff that that has happened recently, like nudes and shopping for clothes and how the hell we're all surviving in quarantine, because like I know everyone's put on weight. So let's commiserate together. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of nudes this week, I got an order from Torrid, which is my absolute favorite fucking store. I will never shop anywhere else until I'm probably 50 and 50 in Sherry years is not when I turn 50. It's like probably 50 years from now. Whenever I'm, I can't say the word out loud. I'm not going to say how old I'm going to be in 50 years, but it'll, I'll just be 50 from 50 mm-hmm. on. Um, that's how math works. That's Sherry math. But mm-hmm. Torrid is my absolute favorite. And I bought myself this black lacy see-through bodysuit. And I was like, okay, I like this. I'm myself. I also bought some stuff from Victoria's Secret, which I, this is what we talked about last fucking week on Does Size Matter. I buy stuff when I'm probably an extra large. I buy like a 1X or a 2X because I'm afraid if I get it in an extra large, my tits aren't going to fit. So I bought this stuff in the 2X because it's Victoria's Secret. And in my head, I'm like, okay, Victoria, you got a secret. Your secret is your shit runs too small. Not a secret. Everybody knows. So I bought a 2X in this thing, right? My do not fit properly in it. It's still too small, but it is so fucking big 
in the waist. It is so fucking big. The shorts, I could probably fit two people in the shorts, but my tits are too big for it. And I'm just like, fucking cut me a break, you know? Oh no. See, I was scared you were gonna say it was too small because like I have this um I have this bra from Torrid actually and it's black and it's lacy. You might have seen it in one of the in one of the pictures that I sent you because friends help friends take good nudes. hundred um, percent. And like it's that black one and like the band is too tight but and the cups are like kind of too small. So it's like they are perfect. It, it's a perfect suffer bra for like whenever I want to look real cute, but I don't want to wear it very long. Yeah, the <laughs> it was just way too small up top. Way too small. And then everything else was just way too big. And I'm like, I just can't fucking win. Are you gonna return it? No, because I I'm not. I'm not going to return it because I'm a lazy bitch. I'm not going to go to the store. I'm not going to take it to the store and exchange it and get my money back. And I'm not going to print a return label online and send it back through the mail. I am going to keep these and probably never wear them. Oh. Because that is the type of bitch I am. Anyone else out here like that? I mean, I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't because like I've got, I, I do, I do the size math in my head too. Like I have moved recently from going from like 2X to 3X and I'm like, okay, well it depends on the brand and it depends on this and it depends on that. And how, how tight do I want it to fit? AKA I don't want it to fit tight at all. And <laughs> I'll get something and it doesn't exactly fit me right. And I'm like, mm, maybe I'll lose weight or maybe this is just a comfort shirt that no one else will see. Like there, there is no fitting. It's either, there is always something just slightly wrong with it. Like I, I really probably should have just got the one X because at least with the one X, I would have known it would have been too small up top. The fucking two X was too small up top, but at least it would have been a sexy too too small, you know, because the rest of it would have fit me a lot better probably still would have been a bit loose to be honest but at least like the extra large or one x i think it was labeled as an extra large or whatever i got the double x it would have fit me so much more flattering in the body so even though it would have been small up top like the overflowing tits in a picture or like even in person like come on who doesn't love that but i just have this problem where like you said it's just i can never find lingerie that fits me head to toe perfectly the way that it should but that t- torrid bodysuit that i bought dude tell you what that thing fits like a glove i need like 16 in 16 different colors you hear me torrid you need to make more than one color because i would buy every single fucking one. Ooh, i can imagine you would like like, like kind of like that mauve color that looks really good on you or like a green. Oh, girl, the black would look good on me because like I am pasty fucking white. So it would just uh, pop. Oh, like, would pop. Oh, my God. That bodysuit looks so good on you, girl. So good. Thank you. Thank you. So you get you did hear her, right? We are the type of friends where this. So this is how it started. I got my Victoria's Secret order. Right. And one of the things I got was. I don't know what they're called. Alicia will probably know because Alicia knows everything. But it's like that thing that it's like the the dress, but it's not a baby doll. It has like the cami, like the sexy cami, but it's like a dress. It's not like a two piece. I don't remember what the fuck it's called. You guys help me out. Um, 
that was another one I got in a 2X and it fits shitty, way too small at the top. And it fits, it actually fits pretty decent in the middle. I will say that one isn't as bad because it's more of a dress than a two piece. So the fact that it's bigger, like it's not that big of a deal, but I was just taking a picture of it so I can show it to my boyfriend. Like, Hey, I bought this new thing. I did this completely impromptu photo shoot. Now, mind you, this was at like 10 o'clock at night. Like uh, my hair was a fucking mess. I wasn't even like looking to be sexy or anything. I was just like kind of taking pictures and I was like, am I feeling myself? No, I don't think I am. And I was like, you know what? I looked at these pictures and I was like, I hate every fucking one of these. Now, mind you, I didn't put in much effort. I wasn't really going out of my way to take pictures. It was just like I took one to show how it fits and how I don't like the fit. And then I kind of tried to turn it into a, a photo shoot when I shouldn't have. <laughs> so I send these pictures to Alicia and like the best, best friend that you could ever ask for. She doesn't just say, oh my God, those are great. She goes, do you want some tips on how to take pics? Which is great because of course she didn't know that it was just impromptu and I wasn't taking it seriously. But of course, of fucking course I want tips. If you can help a bitch out on how to take better fucking pictures, Give me the tips. Oh, they weren't bad. And they, the thing with, like, it's the, the cheetah print in the middle, but then, like, the lacy shit up the top. Yes, that one. That, that's still a baby doll. Is it a baby doll? Yeah, because, like, the baby doll, if I might be wrong, but I, I still think that would, I would consider that a baby doll. I think you're right. I think it is a baby doll. I don't know why I'm telling myself that it starts with a C. But. Damn it eyes i can't I so yeah it. that that word the one that let me you know what like you say what you were gonna say i'm gonna look it up so i can tell you guys yeah um i still think it's a baby doll but like uh, that's what looks like a baby doll to me um no it's it still it looked amazing it's just like i don't know i've had friends give me tips on how to take like better stuff and like I've going through puberty and stuff like that oh my god please parents do not be listening to this um <laughs> like you know I was I was interested in sending a little little something something to my boyfriend and now my my now husband and it's like I had to I had to kind of figure it out the hard way um so like I, I not that I was judging or anything but it's like it, it, do you want tips? W would you like some help on maximizing your best assets? Because I can fucking do that. I, I, w I want you to feel amazing. Yeah. And that's the thing about having a best friend like you is that you don't say things in a offensive way. When you said, do you want tips? You saw me sending you pictures. Like I hate all of these without context, by the way, guys, it's not like I gave her, the background story like I did you like hey I got this new order I was just getting some new lingerie some sexy PJ kind of things took a picture for Alan and I was like you know what I just want to take some pictures and they were all horrible because I put in no effort I just literally sent her these pictures and said these are all bad and then she's like oh my gosh like I can help you <laughs> because that's what a good friend does a good friend doesn't let their friends send bad nudes okay guys no, there was just, there's so much raw potential there because you have the assets, you've got everything. And it's just like, I could tell that you were tired and you were kind of over it. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, 
I wonder if she ha- if she hates them because of these different things. Like because we all, I, even though like this is about body positivity, at the end of the day, we're all going to not like things on our bodies, right? And me, I, through my own personal journey, I know how to hide things in pictures. Like, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead, like here, this, here's some tips, ladies. Um, I can't help you gents out. I, I literally don't know how a dick pic works. Um, I've been sent very limited few and I don't want that to change. This is not a challenge. <laughs> um, like, okay. So you've got, you've got five arms. You've got the, you've got the, um, you've got wings tuck into your body and then pull forward and that also gives you the added that also pushes out your titties and no matter how you push the thing is if you just keep pushing though your shoulders will will hunch and your back will hunch that's not sexy so what you've got to do is you have to straighten out your fucking spine and press your shoulders backwards while still keeping your biceps pressed in and your titties pushed out that helps Going, if you have an issue with your stomach area, um, there's no, there's nothing wrong with staying away from the body con suits or stuff like that. If you feel insecure about your stomach, then get something a little more loose fitting. It's fine. Or if you're that bound and damn determined, shoot from an upward angle. Find your angle. That also helps with um, double chins, um, like a little extra underneath the chin. I have that, and I have an angle that is better for me. You'll find it. Just play with your angles and stuff. But that—that's those are some really good solid tips for helping maximize your your assets. Speaking of ass, uh, the only thing that looks good from an upward angle is your ass, or maybe like your tits. Like if you did them from like underneath, I think that would be really sexy. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, I never even thought of that. And, like, the thing that's crazy is I've always been, like, a no-fuss kind of person. Like, I'll take a picture, like, if I'm feeling myself, like, and I'm in the mood to send take pictures of myself. And the thing is, is a lot of times I'm taking pictures of myself. It's not even so much that I'm taking it for somebody else. I'm feeling myself, so I take these pictures. And then if I'm Mm -hmm. feeling up to it, I'm like, oh, I might send these to Alan. You know what I mean? So if they turn out good, you're like, I have to share this beauty with the rest of the world, aka my significant other. Right. So sometimes I'll have these pictures on my phone for like weeks and then I'll just be scrolling through them and be like, oh shit, I remember taking that. And then I'll send it like, hey, I took this like four weeks ago. I forgot about it. (laughs) It's a slip. It's called the thing that I got is a slip. Um, I would have never remembered that if I didn't search it, but it does kind of look like a baby doll. It's in their lingerie section on the Victoria's Secret website. It's uh, just not, it's just not for me. I need to make my own lingerie line where you can mix and match your sets. Like I, I just don't understand why in 2020 we can't fucking mix and match lingerie sets. Why can't I get like a fitted in the chest, like a, a 38 F like I need um, will substitute and go up to a 40 F will not go to a triple D. I need an F, which is basically the same thing. And F fits better. Um, and why can't I get that like fitted up the ch- at the top with like extra large, anything that drapes around the middle and ex- like an extra large bottom, like why, or if I need like a two X at the top, why can't I get a two X at the top and an extra large at the bottom? Like, why do I have to get two X from top to bottom knowing it's not going to fit me? 
You're shopping at the wrong stores for that because a doormate does do mix and match. Um, um, Another one, like Torrid, you know, you kind of look around. My big thing is like the misunderstanding of plus size uh, with tiny boobs. And I'm not the only one. I thought I was for the longest time. I'm not. I have a B cup. It's a very generous beat, but it's a B cup, and I've worked very hard to get here, okay? Um, I was not blessed with genetics, and being plus size, I do have a larger chest, like not not titties, but like my actual chest is larger, so I need a larger band, and trying to find a B cup plus size band is a fucking joke, unless it's at Torrid, and even then they're too small, or Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant does good too, but those are for comfort. Sometimes I want to look sexy. Yeah. I want to take really good po- uh, body positive pictures because I deserve to feel sexy at whatever fucking size I'm at. And so does everyone else. Absolutely. It's expensive. I do have some stuff from Adore Me. So I have tried Adore Me in the past. The only thing is with Adore Me, like the stuff does fit. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just, I'm just not a fan. Like I'll put something on and it'll look good and stuff like don't get me wrong it does what it's supposed to do but I'm just not crazy about it and then I don't wear it again like I got a silk robe from there and I already had a silk robe from Victoria's Secret and I forgot I had it and I found it after I got the dormy robe and I mean obviously like the price the price point is different so like the material and quality is different but they're like night and day like the the dormy one feels like plastic almost in comparison to the robe I have from Victoria's Secret that I never wear. Why do I buy shit I don't wear and don't use? The fuck is wrong with me? But yeah, I mean, I, it, it, it really is just frustrating. Like, I want to find a place that makes really good quality focused on knowing that every person's body individually is different and that everybody, like you said, deserves to feel sexy in their own skin. And we are big, big, big advocates for do what makes you feel sexy. Yes. And 100%. Dude, I am 100%. Um, I Some people have obviously seen me. Other people haven't. Um, or if you haven't seen me recently, if you haven't seen me since high school, shit's different, y'all. Um, I am all for doing whatever you need to do that makes you comfortable in your skin. I have facial piercings. I have stretched earlobes. I have tattoos and I'm going to get more. I'm not going to get more facial piercings. I promised my mom, but you know, <laughs> like, do what makes you feel good about you Buy the clothes that, Oh my gosh. So I was in Walmart the other day and there was this, this lady and she was a plus size lady and she was wearing a crop top with belly beads and high waisted pants. And I was like, man, I wish I had that confidence. Also, I think she must be freezing because it was like 20 degrees outside, but she was rocking it. Yeah, definitely. And and also, if you've known me in high school, you'll know that like I my body has not changed at all. So in high school, I've always been bigger. Like I grew up Thanks. as a chubby kid. I grew up fat. I like to say like people get so mad like you're not bad. Lur, lur, lur. Um, I'm fat. I'm going to say it. I It is what it is. Like I know why I'm fat. I know that it's something that I can manage if I put the effort in. I know I'm not going to do that. So like I'll call myself fat. It's okay. It's not going to offend me. And for all the girls in my life and guys have called me a fat bitch. Yeah, you're right. I'm fat. I'm a bitch. Whatever. Get the fuck over it. Right. I've been fat like my whole life. And it wasn't until after 
high school that I did start to lose weight. But then after I had my daughter and with quarantine and like working in an office and working from home, I put all that baby weight, pretty much all of it back on over the past three years. But I, I'm pretty confident in my body. See, like we talked about this before we started recording. And I think this is a great segue into why we want to talk about body positivity, because we grow up with these preconceived notions on what sexy and beautiful is when we're young. Mm-hmm. And I just want to speak from me being biracial. Obviously, people who know me, I always joke around saying that I'm white. I grew up in a white family, in a white neighborhood, a white community. I date white men. So, yeah, like I... I always say I identify as white because that's the culture I'm familiar with. But at the end of the day, I am biracial. And even though I see me one way, the rest of the world sees me as biracial and sometimes as black, which I'm both. I'm, I'm black and white. I, I went to a school where I got absolutely no play in high school, no play in middle school. I didn't have a boyfriend, nothing. So I went to this school where I was surrounded by these thin, petite, beautiful, and I'm not going to knock them because they're well, these women are still beautiful, beautiful young women that just had guys falling over them. So in my head, through middle school, through high school, I always told myself that I wasn't beautiful, not only because I was fat, because there were some overweight, you know, white girls that I went to school with that were still getting action. It wasn't just because I was fat. I had it in my head that I wasn't getting attention or any play because I was biracial in a white school. So I just had this idea that because I wasn't white, because I wasn't skinny, because I didn't have straight hair, because I didn't wear makeup, that I wasn't pretty. And it took, I mean, and it took a toll on me in my young, like my young adult years, whenever I was first having sex and not loving myself. And we have a a whole episode about sex and self-worth that's going to come up and y'all are going to hear my fucking story um but I just did not love myself and I treated myself like I didn't love myself and it took a very long time and it wasn't until after I graduated and got out of that bubble and that cesspool as I like to call it where I just felt like I wasn't enough that I realized and I still to this day do that sometimes when someone finds me attractive I'm like "Ooh, why I'm biracial and I'm fat and I, I, I have to tell myself to stop that. And I'm a lot better now. But it wasn't until after high school that I realized that there are people out there that are attracted to me. And it's it's like, what? Why? You know? Oh. Are you good? Oh, oh that makes me so mad. Because you're fucking, oh, you're amazing. Oh, mm, mm, mm. I, I'm about to piss off your boyfriend because, and I'm about to piss off my husband because uh, I'm, I'm about to just come up there and fucking marry you. That's what's just going to have yeah. to happen. We're going to get married. Same-sex <laughs> marriages are allowed in Pennsylvania. We can't fuck each other, but we can totally get married. I'm down. No, 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 dick. Um, any hoozle, um, coming from... Uh, down here, down south in Tennessee, um, predominantly white town, um, a, a very, very small rural town where uh, it mattered what your last name was to if you were going to amount to anything or get anywhere. Um, I was chubbier. I was more startled. I was I had a more sturdy build plus a little extra pounds because my mama cooks really good food. Um 
And my parents were bigger, so I never thought of it as any different. I didn't think that it was something to be ashamed of until I got into more of. Actually, I went to a I went to a K to, uh, gosh, what was it? Um, K to eight school, kindergarten through eighth grade. I skipped middle school completely, but whenever we were, whenever we were all around in that area, kind of all of us were hitting puberty in the same little, like you said, cesspool together. Um, was whenever I started to really feel the effects of um, skinny white girls bullying me. And they were bullies. It's like, what? you were nice about it. I'm not. Like, y'all bitches were bitches and you deserve to know because now you need to make sure that your daughters and your sons don't treat you. Don't treat my daughters and sons the same way you treated me because I'll come after your ass. Neither here nor there. I didn't um, experience a ton of bullying because oh God, I liked yeah. to fight. So um, the first time someone bullied me and I ran my mouth to them because as I went to a school where it was all, um, all they wanted to do was bicker back and forth. And I was like, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. I'm going to beat you up. So are we going to fight? Or are you going to shut the fuck up? And I- one person kept taking it further. So I beat them up and no one bullied me again after that. See, I didn't I didn't have that magical moment. I'd already had it at home in my own backyard with my cousin. Um, she would, you know, her and I would get into the awful fights. Um, but you know, in school, I was like, no, I'm not allowed to fight. My dad always told me they have to throw the first punch. And none of these bitches were gonna punch me. Right. I, I, fucking snap them, snap them in half and use them as a toothpick. <laughs> and I'm sensitive. And then suddenly I wasn't and I was really mean and I didn't give a fuck what they thought about me. And I'm so blessed that that happened to me through, I I don't know why. I don't know why I was, why I just decided one day that I didn't give a fuck what they thought. That, you know, I would be the weird kid. I could be the fat kid. I could be anything I fucking wanted to. And they weren't going to like me anyway. So fuck them. And that's what I wish more people. And that's what I hope for my children. That they won't stay stuck in that rut. Also, on the thought of fighting, um, I did finally swing on a bitch in uh, the eighth grade. And through high school, I was Gucci for some odd and unforeseen reason. These people everyone wants to talk about fighting no one wants to actually do it the first time I got into a fight so here's the thing there were not a lot of girls that talked shit on me so it's not that I I didn't care about what the girls thought like I was just one of those and this is why I'm not like a hater I'm the type of person like if I see a pretty girl like I'm gonna tell her she's pretty and I think that we should build each other up that way I went to a school filled with gorgeous young ladies like I said and that's why I was nice about it because I was friends with everyone in high school I don't know if I would use the word popular because I just think that term is stupid but I was literally one of those people that I could go to any grade and any clique and I knew pretty much everybody at school everyone at school was cool with me Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say like I said I wasn't like like my best friend Stacy was homecoming queen I wasn't like homecoming queen popular but I was cool with everybody so I really wasn't bullied and I definitely wasn't bullied by the girls because they saw me get in a fight once. And I guess they were like, yo, we don't fuck with Sherry like that. You know, That's I really cared. Sorry, go ahead. 
that's usually what happens is like they stay, you stand up to a bully and they quit. I'm not going to advocate fighting, especially in today's day and age where, you know, assault charges are being brought up on children. But one good punch to the nose to someone usually straightens people out. And I hate that we've come so far from that because. Again, I'm not advocating for violence necessarily, but like let kids be kids and sort it out. I, I've gotten punched before. I've been punched. I've been kicked. I've been beat up and I'm fine as an adult. Yeah, you and, people in this world, you can tell, just have never been punched in the mouth. And they need to. Like it's it's character <laughs> building. So maybe I am advocating for violence. But <laughs> I'm advocating for defend yourself. And if even I throw the first punch. So I never grew up in a house where they said don't don't throw the first punch i grew up in a house where it was like if you throw the first punch you get the advantage and i was like bet so that's how i was raised was don't come home if you got beat up and don't come home crying if you got beat up no mine was uh if if you think you're tough enough to if you think you're tough enough to to talk shit then you better get ready to get hit like you (laughs) you take that first punch you, you let them take that first punch, first of all, so you don't get in trouble. And second of all, because you're the bigger, badder bitch that can take a hit. And I'm like, yes. And I'm taking hits. But, the, no, the girl I swung on, like, that's that's the first time I think I've ever thrown the first punch was, um, and, and I didn't even land it. I missed. And I scared. She didn't even see it. So the girl was, this one girl had come up through the ranks. She was unpopular at first. And she had made her way up the rankings into the popular clique. And she came over to me and my friends, and this was like eighth grade. By this point, I'm super salty at all the popular girls. Like, fuck you. Um, she came over to my group of friends, trying to talk shit on us because we were having fun. And it's like, who the fuck do you think you are? So she talked her shit, and I'm like, no, come here. Come say that to my face. Come here. Come closer. So she came up, and she's like, you just need to stop. And so I balled my fist I swung back and I if she she turned at the exact right moment I think I got the back of her hoodie and her hair she didn't even see it but her friends in the background the popular group in the background did I didn't hear shit we didn't hear shit from them the whole rest of the year because they knew I'd swing and it was enough yeah that 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 really is all it takes I know this kind of got off topic with body positivity but that's why we do we Boy. fucking topic jump. But yeah, I cared more about what the guys thought of me. Like, I had, God, there were so many fucking good-looking guys at my school. Because obviously, as you, I, for people who don't already know, I don't know if it's a fetish or what it is, but I only exclusively date and fuck around with white guys. I, it's, just, it's just what I like. It's my preference. I have nothing against any other race. Literally, I don't. I just... I am only attracted to white men. I've never, ever, like, been attracted to a man of a different color. Like, I, it's just, I don't know why I'm wired that way, but I am. So I went to, like, a pretty much all-white school. There was, I think, two black guys in, in my graduating class. And they were just all the type that, they were kind of, like, preppy. There was, like, jocks. And they, they all, like, had, not all of them had, like, light hair. But they, they were, there were some really attractive guys that I went to school with and like, I just got zero play and I get it. Like, I'm not going to be mad at someone. If I'm not your type, I'm not your type, whatever. But like, even though I want to expand my horizons when it comes to that, like expand your horizons, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Hypocritical. 
<laughs> everything I cannot tell you how many times I have been hit up after high school when I decided to start finally putting an effort into my looks because my confidence was building. I got so many messages like I thought you were cute in high school, but I never said anything. And I'm yeah, all like, yeah, well, no. no, 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 you don't get to tell me that. Because if you were attracted to me in high school, you would have said something to me in high school. And the fact that you didn't makes you a bitch. So like that gives me less, I have less respect for you for that. Don't come for me 10 years later. Should have came yeah. for me 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I did, I got played. I got play in elementary slash middle slash high school. I actually married my quote unquote high school sweetheart. Um, he scooped me up in my prime at the ripe old age of 18. I was, I, I had, I was at peak weight and like peak titties, peak makeup skills, peak. And I finally figured out what my straightener was. Um, but like, I kind of, I kind of got play, but I felt like it was, like oh god I, I might get hate for this I felt like it was pity play because like there was the popular boys and the popular girls and the popular boys only dated the popular girls and you know there was the other guys and it's like if they couldn't date my best friend they would come date me but in high school um about the time like junior senior year like I started noticing more male attention directed my way, probably about the time I got in a relationship with my now husband. I'm like too late. Yeah, that's how it is. And like, it's funny because so sometimes I'll see, you know, like these, like I'll just look at guys that I had a thing for back in high school, which I'm not going to name any of them because, um, well, some of them know who they were because, I was very aggressive when I had a crush on someone like I did not I was not shy I'm so much more shy now which is weird I feel like I'm doing this backwards but I was not shy like if I thought someone was attractive like I would let them know not all of them no I wasn't I wasn't brave brave but like ones I thought were maybe attainable like yeah yeah, like you could be attainable like I'm gonna tell you I think you're cute and you're gonna look at me and be like you dress like a tomboy and like you're not attractive and that's fine I can take rejection I've learned how to take rejection but I go back and look at some of these guys that I've had a crush on and I just I'm like first of all they did not age well I am aging well I'm going to go out there and say that from seven you know 17 16 which looking back I really wasn't bad looking I just didn't appreciate myself and I wasn't surrounded by people who made me feel you know, attractive, whatever. You're 16. You shouldn't be worried about that. But we are at 16. I have aged very well. I have definitely grown into my looks. And a lot of people I went to school with have grown out of their looks. And if looks are all you're looking for, like, I mean, I get it. Being attracted to someone is super important. But I'll look at these guys and I'll just be like, wow, I dodged a bullet there. Or I'll see these girls that they're with. And it's like, you know, the same type they've always dated skinny blonde hair blah 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 whatever it is and I'm like you know I'm not gonna judge I'm really not gonna judge it's not my place to judge but I bet I fuck way better than that bitch you ever like have those thoughts to yourself where you'll see maybe not you because you've been married for 73 years but ladies that are listening fellas even maybe you ever see someone that you had a crush on and you see the person they're with and you're like I already know she's not sucking that dick and if she's sucking your dick, I can tell you she's not sucking your dick the way I would have sucked your dick because I'm going to suck your dick like I need it. She's going to suck your dick because she has to. I'm going to suck your dick because 
I want to. You know what I mean? It's it's a different. It's a different kind of dick sucking when you do it for someone because you enjoy it, and when you do it for someone because they ask you to and you don't like it. It's two different things. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna hop on this petty train right here because you're not judging, but I am because I do hold some very deep resentment toward my childhood years. I mean, obviously, I was I was mad and I was mean. I was like, I don't give a fuck. But there's, you know, there still was that little part of me that's like, why wasn't I ever popular? Which, thank God I wasn't. But I knew a lot of it had to do with my weight. And it's just sweet, sweet irony whenever I see bitches who used to bully me for being fat or being weird. And now they're fat. And yes! Yes. <laughs> they're, uh, they're single moms with three different baby daddies. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but there's only something wrong with that if you were a bitch to me in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some sort of sweet irony there, like, and you thought I was the fucked one. See how the tables have turned. Which I'm still right. Well, 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 how the turntables. <laughs> which i mean i'm still fat but you know I, i've been dealing with this all my life i'm good to exactly how, how do you feel about your recently attained fathood how does that burn i i get why you can you feel that type of resentment towards it but you have said something that i want to touch upon <laughs> touch on um i'm gonna touch on you something you said uh, no homo Am I going to get in trouble for saying that? Are we going to get kicked off of air? Am I allowed to say no homo in 2020? I used to love saying no homo. Sorry. Anyway, I'm off track. You said that you felt that you weren't popular because of your weight, which I, I can't speak to because I was fat, but like, I was like the cool chick that everyone liked because I was funny and I was cool to be around. Not so much that like I was popular because people wanted to fuck me i was popular because people are you know well known i'm not gonna say popular i had a lot of friends because i was cool i guess can we talk about the fucking double standard where it's okay to be a fat popular guy but it's not okay to be a fat popular what in the actual fuck was that did you have fat popular guys in school but no fat popular girls like my school I mean, there's only one guy that I can think of, and I don't want to name him because he has gone through such tremendous personal growth since um, since that time. But there was there was one guy in elementary school, and I kind of crushed on him because, like, he was funny and he was easy to be around. No, no, actually, no, I crushed on him in high school because then he was funny and easy to be around. In elementary school, he was insufferable. Um, he was kind of chubby and he only, his standard was he only dated girls with big boobs. And I mean, there's, that's an identifying factor for people who know him or knew him at that time. So if, if him or anyone else that knows him is listening to this, just know that I love him to bits and pieces. Now, back then he was an insufferable ass and he knows it. So we're all good. But there wasn't a lot of really, like, I can't remember, like, the guys that I went to school with because there wasn't a lot of really popular guys. There, oh, yeah, we, we had clicks there, at my school. Clicks no, of all of them. No. There was, like, okay, I can't say their names. And it's really hard not to. Um, 
there were these there were these other two popular guys. They were best friends and they got all the pussy play. Not that I hope they were playing with pussies at that age. Um they were um they were rail skin, like rail skinny. They were really skinny and one of them was really super tall. And then like as we kind of moved into like the middle school age, then like then the dudes kind of started getting chubbier, but it still wasn't like I don't know. They they didn't seem chubby to me. They seemed like normal size. Like, a, like an average size. Yeah, I guess it, that's up for interpretation. I wouldn't say that like we had like super like sloppy fat popular people. But um yeah, like that that's really what started my insecurities. I mean, I've always I mean, and I was in the 4th grade and someone pointed at me and said that those are like cuz I had boobs in 4th grade. And someone said you have boobs because you're fat. And I was like, oh, okay. And I remember in sixth grade, I'll never forget his name. His name was Andrew. He was talking with this guy named Michael Butler. I went to Fox Chapel and I don't remember Andrew's last name. It starts with an S. For some reason, I want to say it's Silverman. I don't fucking remember your last name, dude. But we were in homeroom my first day of sixth grade ever. And he was talking to Michael and he pointed at me and he said, I bet you that shirt's an extra large. And it was, it was an extra large. And they were laughing. Uh, and that was back before I was a bad bitch. So, like, I cried. And my sister is a psycho because my sister has bipolar and other mental issues and she's crazy. And I went home and told her about it. And she went to school fucking trying to fight this dude. Because my sister, even though me and her have our have our shit and I, we, my family, we all have our shit. Um, back then, if something, she would beat me up which, you know, whatever. I grew up getting beat on by my sister. She'll admit it. Yep. But she also, if anyone fucked with me, she would fuck them up. She fucked up like three or four people for me when we were younger because of them picking on me. I mean, I would would drive up there and fight a dude for you. Like, how dare you laugh at my best friend whenever she was in sixth grade, even though I didn't know her then. How fucking dare you? She'll fuck your dad and then just beat him up. Yes, uh, I can. Uh, that is literally my favorite thing to threaten people with. Because mm-hmm. we play Among Us, which you didn't know, because we said that on our Love Languages podcast that we're not dropping before this. Me and Alicia are obsessed with the game Among Us. And yeah, there's probably kids. Yeah, that probably. There are kids that play that game. And when they get on my nerves, I tell them, I'm going to fuck your dad. Actually, fun fact I've actually never said that to anybody. I've just told Alicia and Nick that I want to say that to someone. So now Nick tells them that I'm going to fuck their dad. He does. Like, it never fails. Someone starts getting rude in the lobby and, like, Nick will come in and be like, she'll fuck your dad. (laughs) Speaking of, hi, babe. Hello. Guest starring, hubby. Yeah, that's when insecurities really started was middle school and it just didn't get better in high school. I didn't really start loving myself until I was like 23, 24. Hey. That's when my confidence really started to build. Hey. And I really started, yes. Just, I'm sorry to interrupt what you were going through because it was amazingly on topic. However, I have a hostage audience here who might be able to provide some penis, penile input. Penile yes. Input. Uh, Even yes. Though- we can talk to Sir Nicholas. That'll work. Uh, so, okay. Were you ever insecure about your body, like growing up or anything? Yeah, every day. Every day. Slam. Slam. <laughs> I mean, I know now because of like what you've got going. I mean, you I'm not gonna air. Like, 
I came up in the wrestling business, right? Like, you also grew up in a preppy neighborhood. Well, I grew up with a whole bunch of jocks because I was like the nerdy kid that went to private school. And then I got in the wrestling business. So all my friends were either 300-pound fat dudes or jacked Adonis's. And like, <clears throat> I'm average. You know, I'm decent-looking cat. I'm decently built. But like, I was fat there for a while. So like, yeah, you're walking around. You see all these guys that are in great shape. Oh, all the time. So, like, like, what about like whenever <clears throat> you were a kid, though? I know because I mean, I was the best looking of my friends, which wasn't saying much. It was like being the tallest. <laughs> I mean, I know. Know he's down here. He has him come a little bit closer to the mic because I, I'm, I'm not picking up what he said there. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> so we'll edit this part. so we're gonna have to edit this part out um no I heard, I heard most of it i just i heard he's the tallest guy out of and then like the punchline cut out and i wanted to hear the punchline i said i was the best looking of my friends but that was like being the tallest midget so that really wasn't saying <laughs> um but yeah i mean i hung out with a lot of football players too and they're all these good looking muscle-bound dudes and I was the guy who watched wrestling and, you know, looked like a wrestling fan. So, <laughs> And if you're a wrestling fan, if you're listening and you're a wrestling fan, you know exactly what a wrestling fan looks uh, like. <laughs> you know what every internet meme makes us look like, so. <laughs> um, and I know, like, you said that, like, you know, you were you were kind of like the nerdy shrimpy kid at one point. So, like, you would get friends, like, you would befriend the biggest buffest guy and oh yeah the first thing i did when i moved from private school to public school was find the two biggest dudes found out they were brothers made friends with them and never got beat up smart that's the fucking best thing i think that that's what people did to me like i feel like people would be like we know sherry fights and we know sherry runs her mouth and we know sherry defends her friends i want to be friends maybe that's why everybody in school was friends with me Cause they'd be like, yo, if someone fucks with me, Sherry's going to attack. Y'all used me. I feel fucking used. <laughs> I mean, I was out of, out of all of my friend group and Nick knows because he's, he's seen my friend group. Uh, I, I was probably the one most likely to get into a fight. So. Yeah. I, I legit beat up a girl after prom because she made my friend upset at prom. Because she wouldn't leave her date alone. Oh, dude. And then we got into a fist fight about it because I told her I didn't want to fight her. Okay. I told her I didn't want to fight her, Alicia. I swear to God, I did. Okay. Mm -hmm. I told her, like, listen, we're about to graduate in three weeks. I was just telling you, stop being a whore because you're a whore, whatever. Everyone knows you're a whore. Now, can we just move the fuck on from it? Like, it's not that big of a deal. And she's like, yeah, whatever. I don't want to fight you either. But then she walked past me and she bumped my shoulder. So, guess what? We fucking fought. We fought. So then she was a whore and she was beat up. You know what I mean? It is what it is. <laughs> but that had nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of like if I ever I did, and Nick actually uh, Nick actually knows this story. Um, there I was at a wrestling show and there were these there was this big redneck motherfucker. And he was, ha- he had hassled us a few times, but he was especially hassling my friend. And I think that it was because he liked her. It was some weird backwoods mating call of like, if, if I, you know, I'll, I'll be really mean to you if I like you. And he was just overbearing and it was awful. And 
I went after him. It took the rest of our friend group, which was like three or four other girls, to hold me back because I was going to fight that burly motherfucker. Yeah, I would have. I wouldn't have held you back. You know, speaking of being held back, it, it's funny because, so, oh my god, I feel like this turned into body positivity into like us talking about the fights we've been in when we were younger, right, so, <laughs> which is fine. Um, so there was these set of twins that were freshmen when I was a senior and I had this friend at, uh, named James. He was a, one of the b- only black kids in our school, James Alexander, one of the sweetest kids ever. Mm-hmm. We worked together at McDonald's and we were at McDonald's the one night and James tells me, I think one's name was Alan and I don't remember what the other fucking weirdo's name was, but they were just, they, they were weird as fuck. Anyone will attest to that. One of them called James the N word. And I was like, say pardon. And I'm like, now back in the day, I'm not a snitch. Okay. I've never told on anyone whenever someone fucked with me. And the one time I told on someone was that time. Cause I was like, you know what? That's unacceptable. Did you tell the principal and he's like no they're not going to do anything and i was like i'll be damned if nothing's done i went to the principal i told them listen these two kids called james the n-word what are you going to do about it and he was like i'll i'll handle it the one guy got one day of in-school suspension for it one day in-school suspension for a racial slur probably got it that wasn't enough probably that wasn't enough for me probably got in school so you couldn't get after him (laughs) Oh, I don't know. This story's not over. Oh, I know. That was not enough for me. So I I confront him the next day in the cafeteria in the morning, whenever before like homeroom or whatever, Mm -hmm. him and his brother are there. My friend Stacy and my friend Kristen are following me because they're like, Sherry, you look, you look angry. I'm like, oh, I'm about to fuck someone up. (laughs) Now I go up to this kid and I'm like, if I ever hear that you called, I called him my cousin because people think all black people are related. We're not, we don't, we don't all look the same, whatever. (laughs) I called him my cousin anyway. I was like, if you call my cousin the N word ever again, I swear on everything. I will beat both of you up with one hand tied behind my back at the same fucking time (laughs) or something. Talking some big Sherry shit that Sherry used to talk when she was tough. (laughs) Sherry's not tough anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) I turn around and he called me the n-word he said well you're the n-word you're an n-word too i said what i turned around so quick and thank goodness for them i guess that stacy and my friend Kristen were there because i charged so quick oh, yeah. and they they both, both dragged me back like had struggled to drag me back i should add and i'm screaming at the top of my lungs the principal comes down i tell him what happened i'm like this is what happens when you don't properly handle your shit I'm like, you gave him one day of in-school suspension for a racial slur, and now he called me one. And Stacy's like, Sherry, you're 18. He is 15. You are going to go to jail. You can't just be beating up 15-year-olds when you're 18. So, I shit you not, I had a friend named Caleb. He was a black dude, and a friend named Jason. He was a white dude. They were best friends. He caught word of this, because I went straight from school to work, and I took a different bus home from work. But Caleb and Jason rode my bus home when I would go home because we all lived near each other. So I went to work. I'm at work. I go to school the next day. I get called down to the principal's office. And he's like, did you know that those two boys got jumped after school on the bus? Did you have something to do with this? And I was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, Caleb Moore and Jason Kuhn got off of them at their bus stop and jumped them. 
And I was like, no, I didn't even ride my bus home. I didn't even know that Caleb and Jason knew. But Caleb heard and Jason heard that they called me the N-word and they they jumped them after school. Like that's that's the kind of clout that I carried in school was that I got called the N-word and I didn't beat them up. So someone else did. I mean, that's the thing, though, like obviously so i'm just gonna move past like move past the disclaimer of not supporting violence but like in my opinion that's the way shit needs to be like you say something so fucked up and you need to pay for it and one person can't pay for it like what did what did those kids get they didn't get arrested they didn't get charged with assault i bet they got like one day in school suspension or they got a week they both got three days three days of out of school suspension each oh so they for fighting they, they got even though it was off school property it was after school it was off of the bus stop they left the bus stop it wasn't even on school property they got three days of out of school suspension each for beating them dude, up dude my parents would have taken me for fucking ice cream yeah and the kid that did it got one day of in school suspension so like it's like how can you even punish them when it didn't happen on school property and it wasn't at the bus stop but whatever like they got yeah they got in I, I don't know. What, I guess that that's like the biggest trouble you get. Like there's three days of out of school suspension and then like expulsion. Like there's no in between. So like besides getting expelled, that's like the worst you get is three days out of school suspension at my school. I mean, that would have been a three day vacation for me because like if I would have told my, if I would have told my parents what had happened, they would have been like, good job, Alicia. Upholding the public, you know, demeanor. Go, let's go get some fucking ice cream. And I would have been like, okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it really just goes to show you, though, too, that there really are people that it, it felt really good to know that people had my back that I never expected to do something like that. And then these are people that I didn't even know they could fight. Like, I didn't know Caleb <laughs> liked to fight. He didn't seem like the type of the guy that gets gets in the fight. So the fact that him and Jason beat those two kids up for me, I was like, OK. I can do this, but yeah, this you saying you being held back from that guy made me think of me being held back from those two twins. I was I was gonna light their day the fuck up. Like I'm two hundred like and in high school I was like 260, 250 pounds. And these kids were probably like a hundred pounds each soaking wet. Like I would have like you said, broke them in half like it's and used them as a toothpick. I would have fucked their day up. Uh, they're lucky. Right. <laughs> I think the big old redneck motherfucker, three bills easy, and I was a slim trim, one seventy five and fucking fearless i had anger behind me <laughs> yeah that's all you mean <laughs> size honestly though size does not matter in a fight because i've seen some young young girls that are petite like 90 pounds and they can scrap size don't mean shit when it comes to a fight mm, no it just depends on how fucking vicious you are and i <laughs> i used to be vicious now I, instead of being vicious like in the schoolyard i'm vicious in the iep meetings like you know at the ptos and stuff um this kind of seems like it went like really really off topic but like as i kind of reflect on it it's like would we have been put into these situations if we felt more positive with ourselves obviously with the with your situation with the n-word you know that obviously had nothing to do with being body positive and, and my situation like sticking up for my friend you know that didn't have any situation anything to do with the situation but like us just being scrappy and and angry and you know just general lack of give a fuck would that have happened could we have turned out any bit differently if we had been in the popular crowd if if we hadn't felt bullied or you know um neglected in some sense 
Oh, a hundred percent. If I, if I hadn't grown up the way that I did, I mean, I, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I grew up in like the foster care system. I lived with my aunt and uncle. That's a story for another time. We might not ever talk about that. I don't think that's something I want to talk about in the podcast. Cause I'm not going to blast anybody. But when I was 10 years old, I was taken from my mom. My dad was murdered when I was a baby. So I didn't have parents really growing up at all. So I just have always had like this inside of me like this resentment just towards life in general i went to a school where you know most of the people there had money it seemed like everyone had nice families and like i'm so excited for people that can grow up that way and like we don't know what happens behind closed doors in other people's homes so i'm not going to say that people had it made growing up but they might not have had the same struggles i did but 110 percent i was my insecurities, I said it started because of my weight. I mean, when your own mother doesn't love you and gives you up, like you have a really hard time having confidence in yourself when something like that happens, because it's like my own mother who's literally programmed and like (laughs) by brain and by chemistry and by hormones to love me doesn't give a fuck. That's That's a really tough pill to swallow. So I do think it stems from being so scrappy and being so mouthy and being so, I don't want to say angry, but you know what I'm getting at. That stems, stems from that kind of stuff. Absolutely. See, and I'm on the opposite side of the coin. My parents uh, together are still together to this day, raised me in a loving home. I had everything I needed, but like where we didn't have money and I wasn't even mad at them for not having money. Like that, I had everything I needed and 99% of what I wanted. I didn't really want the Hollister clothes until I was told that it was cool to have the Hollister clothes. And even by that point, you know, I remember one of the things that was in style was like that little half jean jacket. And I begged and pleaded with my mother and we found one on clearance and it was at Walmart and I was so excited and I got made fun of for it. And like, oh my God, seriously, that makes me mad. Uh (laughs) So it's like, I I was angry. I was really angry. I was angry at a lot of things. I was angry because I was poor. I was angry because like, and I didn't understand why, because like my parents, like they loved me. They, you know, I had a roof over my head. I guess I was angry because like, why do you think you're better than me? Because your clothes have a different name on it than mine do. And it comes down to like, a lot of it is the this like this superficial notion based on your worth and uh, on your appearance and your body weight. That's all that is tied together in some weird twisted knot. And that needs to not be a fucking thing because now as an adult, I don't look at you based on your body type, based on your skin color, based on like I, I look at you and I judge you on how you treat me and how you treat others around me and also how you treat wait staff because or retail workers. Yes. And tip your waitresses. But yeah, I mean, I I, a hundred percent get that. Like I I really do because I'm not going to lie. I know we talked about Torrid and how I love their clothes, but I grew up with fucking nothing. I grew up, I didn't even grow up with fucking parents, let alone, money i grew up fucking poor i grew up broke i grew up in the fucking foster system i'm not looking for pity y'all please don't pity me about this it's just my life it's just what i had to go through like 
it's not anyone it's not any of your fault listening yeah why i had to go through what i had to go through you know so please don't pity me for this i hate pity it just it is but that is why i am the way i am like you talk about why do your the brand on your clothes matter like why should it matter if you can buy nice fancy clothes or if you wear affordable clothes or whatever i'm not even going to call them cheap i'm going to call them affordable that's probably why i am the way i am now where i do have nice things but that's because i grew up with fucking nothing and that's probably why i'm really bad at saving money because i grew up with nothing i didn't get taught that saving i mean i know as an adult now that i need to save money like i want to retire one day i just have really bad impulse control like i said before and i just buy really nice things because I can now. And it's one of those things where it's like, I didn't get to have nice things when I was younger. So I'm going to have nice things as an adult. And I'm going to do things and buy things that make me feel good about me because I've never loved myself the way I do now. If I've loved myself like this my whole entire life, I'd probably be a completely different person. So I love the person I am. And I had to be that person by going through the bullying and going through the insecurities and going from being a caterpillar to a butterfly, having to go through the ugly duckling phase for a very, very, very long time. Like, you know, fucking didn't turn into a swan till about five years ago, for fuck's sake, quarter of my life. But I had to go through that stuff to be the person I am today. And I mean, the person, um, the person that you are today is beautiful. Your body within reason I'm I'm not going to say your body is perfect and it's it's fabulous and it does all these amazing things because really it is and the body is is an amazing piece of machinery you know we are literally meat sacks with bones fueled by you know an electric uh, you know a little electric sack on top of our skulls that's neither here nor there you know we all have we all have spots in our body that don't work the way they should or look the way we should. But back to the matter is like you wake up every day and you go and you do, you're able and capable of doing things. And, you know, even if you aren't, even if you were disabled, um, you still have a beautiful mind and worth to give. Your worth is not defined by what you look like, what clothes you wear, what your skin color is, how much dick you're getting, how much pussy you're getting. It's literally you're worthy just as you are. And people need to understand that and embrace that. And it's okay to love yourself, but not love all of yourself, because there is always something that we can work on. And if it's something you can't work on, then please, by all means, start looking into ways to rid yourself of those insecurities, mind over matter, learn. You don't have to love them, but you can accept them. I accept my stomach. I hate my stomach. I hate it so bad, but I accept it because guess what? It processes food. You know, it, it carried two beautiful babies to term. It's a soft place for them to land, whatever they want to give me big squeezes. And it's beautiful. Um, the girl with tiny titties, you know, maybe you breastfed and now, you know, they don't look as good as they used to. Well, look what they've done. Maybe they just look fucking banging and that's a fucking accomplishment too. Um, we kind of got off, like we're kind of like circling around the topics here. No, I think you're actually literally nailing body positivity. And I was about to ask you if you're single, <laughs> you know, no, because 
No. Oh, okay. Sadly, no. I uh, I am married. Um, today actually, um, we record this shit in advance, y'all. Um, today's actually Bon and Nick's uh nine year get together anniversary. We still remember that stuff. We usually don't celebrate it, but like I was scrolling Facebook memories today and I saw that like today was the day that we got together. So I've been with this man for nine whole ass years. So do you mean like today's the first day y'all fucked? Like today's the first day he got the kitty? No. Or today's the first day y'all met? No. Uh, no and <coughs> no and no. <coughs> COVID. Um, Don't joke about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's off on me. Like every time someone coughs like COVID, I'm like, oh shit. COVID. Um, quick, quick break. Quick pause. Let me take a sip of my wine. So I, I actually met Nick whenever I was 17 and, um, <clears throat> or, uh, I was, maybe I was 16 about to turn 17, but like long story, we got to talking whenever we were 17 and I wanted to smoke cigarettes in public because I had a nasty habit. And so I told everyone I was 18, so they wouldn't hassle me. And, um, one of my friends snitched me out to him that I was 17 so we stopped talking and then (sighs) the day of my birthday actually there was a wrestling show that he was working and I gave him a blowjob for my 18th birthday and we got together the next day you gave him a gift on your birthday are you sure you're not single I could totally use someone (laughs) that will give me a gift (laughs) on their birthday give me a gift like I mean, I was I was eighteen. It was official. Like the the steam was the steam of youth was finally finished rolling off my head. So I was like, so I went and gave him some head, and I yeah, I got beer in my hair because he had beer in the car, and I don't remember how it spilled, how it came to be. I yeah, I gave him a blowjob in the car in the parking lot of the wrestling show. I've listen, I've given blowjobs in parking lots. We definitely are getting off a hot topic, but I think that you wrapped it up beautifully. Really just it's hard to love yourself. I know it's hard. I've been there. Especially if you're plus size, but I'm not gonna just say it's only for plus size. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's women that are considered healthy weight wise that still have all have insecurities. Yeah. And people that don't have insecurities, like more power to you, but I don't trust you motherfuckers. Okay. Like you gotta have something about yourself that you would improve. If not, you're a narcissist. And I don't fuck with narcissists anyway. I mean, but fucking true. And and also the people who are underweight and have issues with that. Because I do have a, dear, a, a dairy dear friend. A very dear friend who is um, who is underweight and was teased for that. And got made up, made fun of by like some of our bigger, by some of our fatter friends. Like more of our, more of the plus size girls made fun of her. And would like antagonize her about it. So the skinny girls—that's not cool either. The skinny yeah. girls got it bad too. We, long story short, we've all fucking got it bad. Be nice to each other, damn it. Yeah, and we will be back with you guys next week. Enjoy your week this week, everybody. Again, happy belated birthday, bestie, for the resty. I thought that was, listen, We I had a great time talking with you tonight. Hopefully you guys had a great time listening. Yeah, let's fucking, let's blew this shit.